Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Juggalos, Juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where one Juggalo judges the music of a non-Juggalo variety with his non-Juggalo friend. You're joined by your hosts... Mike. And Shmeev. How you doing? I'm doing alright. April Fools, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) So, everybody... Um... In post, I really hope that you would have put something at the end of our last episode to kind of just give a slight hint of this. But yes. I'll think about it. We are doing a theme month. Woo! A theme month. So In this month, you are going to get four fucking episodes. We haven't done weekly episodes in, what, like a year and a half, something like that? It's been a minute. Um, So... But... We've been doing this for two years now, right? Right. A little over that, yeah. A little over two years, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been a consistent thing, you know, week after week, and then shortly after that, week after every other week, uh, been we've been releasing some some juggalo shit for your ears, and you know, every once in a while, you need a vacation. Mm -hmm. This is my fucking vacation. Well, welcome to my beach house. <laughs> We're gonna have a time. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Um, I was thinking about this for a while, honestly. Really? Um, yeah. He I thought about I, it. I, never said anything to me. No, because I wanted to think of the <laughs> best way to actually do it. Um, we we say this constantly. Our show was kind of inspired by Roach Coach, and they have done a couple theme months in the past. Um, one time they did a, a month dedicated to a specific producer. Um, and, um, recently they did, uh, it was, it was for the Christmas season where it was, uh, each one of them recommended, like, they did one of their favorite albums or, like, just a specific album that they enjoyed that wasn't new metal or anything like that, just something to go over. And it was a really weird month, but you know what? It was appreciated. Although their producer's month was hated (laughs) so much. Whoops. (laughs) Um, because nobody apparently likes The Cure. But... I thought, you know, this show that I have roped my my good friend in, and he's just forced to listen to (laughs) Juggalo music uh, endlessly, I thought that it would be fun if we got to take a look at some of the stuff that he really enjoys to listen to. Um, This uh, this also kind of came about uh, because of the Super Villains episode, in which... (laughs) Two people, two people off the heels of that made jokes never sure one of them. about starting, a, me, me starting a, an MF Doom podcast. Yeah. And if, for example, uh, like, I was being paid the equivalent of a full-time job to do this, I mean, yeah, yeah, because I'd quit my job and then I'd have nothing to do for the rest of the week, I'd do a second podcast. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck no, I'm not doing a whole second podcast right now. We, we're, you know what? I don't we, fucking we just, think so. We just got to start up that Patreon, man. We're 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 gonna look into it. Patreon, <laughs> Patreon, and help us out. We'll we'll post all that shit. But because of that, uh, Mike had said about doing an MF Doom episode for April Fool's Day, and then I just said like, what if that was just my one day a year? To just cover whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> and then he talked about the the month thing. And I was like, yeah, what if I had an entire month to cover whatever the fuck I want? 
Now that said, I initially thought that meant, okay, we were just going to do the standard two episodes. And then <laughs> Shmeef sends me a screenshot. He's like, okay, here's the albums that I'm going to do. And I see four. <laughs> I mean, I, I ran it past him. I said, I said, if you don't want to do weekly, but because I'd have no problem doing weekly for this because right. I don't have to put in anywhere near as much effort because these are all albums I fucking adore. <laughs> right. So, yes, you guys are going to get four episodes of Shmeev talk <laughs> this uh, th- this month. Um, I haven't figured out if I'm still going to do my checks um, for this month just because you're literally getting an episode every every month or every week. Um, I'll figure that out uh, very soon. But, um, but yeah, if... We understand that there's going to be people who aren't going to be listening to these because it's not Juggalo related, and we understand. That's fine. Um, this we is will be back. We, we will be this. back. Yes, as soon as this month is over, literally in May. Like in in May, we will be back to the Juggalo stuff. We're jumping We're into kicking, 2006, kicking it off with some too dope. Yes, spoilers. Um, but for those of you who are still going to listen, because for some reason you enjoy hearing us talk, Thanks. hearing our banter, we really appreciate that. And you know that we can't thank you enough for, for you know, sticking around and, and listening. If this is just background noise to you, hey, that's fucking great. And you know what? Um, I hope you I hope you find some new music. And, yes. And you know what? I, I, I'll say this now, like... We, I, I've made. I think I made the joke before about how it took Shmeev a good like four or five years to get me to listen to one <laughs> Kanye West song. All he had to do was start a podcast with me sooner and force this upon me, and apparently I'll get to it. <laughs> I'll listen to it, and maybe I'll find some new music uh, that I'm actually interested in. So, what are we talking about today, my friend? Mike, I'm so excited. Today we are talking. About the Proto-Men and their second album, Act 2, The Father of Death. Now, Mike, you said apparently whenever you started into this that you got a little bit irritated because I'm starting you on Act 2 of a uh, a series of albums instead of Act 1. Act 2 of a series that only has two right now. Yeah, look. The third third one's not out (laughs) yet. Look, look, hold up. (laughs) Oh my god. If any single Proto-Men fan is listening to this right now... (laughs) I I don't want to make the joke that no Act Three is definitely coming. Is this is this the is this the Half Life Three? It's, of it's music? definitely. Here's the thing they they have many <laughs> many people who speak with them personally have been assured that they are definitely still working on it, and I believe that. But still, <laughs> oh my God, it's been since 2015 that they released the two singles off of it. And those two singles still fucking rip. (laughs) I did not listen to them. Um, I I, I figured it best if I if I wait. Now, you have mentioned the Proto Men to me in the past. Uh I've talked about Um, them on this show. Yes. I have never gone out of my way to listen. Mm -hmm. And because I was it's it's very hard for me to just jump in and try and, you know, listen to something that's recommended to me. It's it's a it's a fatal character flaw that I have. Um. Now, where did you first hear about Proto Men? Like, what is your background with it? So, uh, I heard about the Proto Men first. Actually, okay. So, let me give you a bit. Let me let me give the listeners some background on the Proto Men. Proto Man, as we all know, is a character from the Mega Man series, and the Proto Men are a band whose music is loosely based on 
like the story of Mega Man. And when I say loosely, I mean they took kind of the structure of it and the character <laughs> names and went, let's just fucking rock it off in our direction with this. <laughs> like they take it places. Um, and they, they, they definitely have their own kind of messages to, to put out with this. Uh, so I had heard of them actually used in like background music for like videos that I watched before, uh, back whenever, cause me and you both have gotten into like the let's plays things back in the day. And for a period sure. of time, people were, uh, there was somebody who was going through all of the Mega Man games in order just to, just because, and they started eventually just doing like races with people in the communities of these games, like just, hmm. you know, big speed run tournament kind of things. Okay. And whoever was editing the videos would, you know, put whatever music in the background of it. And somebody used one of the songs on this very album uh, for hmm. that. That was the first time I heard it, but I really got into them because of my buddy Alex, uh, who he fucking really loves them <laughs> for very good reason. Mm -hmm. um, he, he saw them live a whole shit ton of times. Like he's talked with them a lot. He's, you know, big in their fan community and all that stuff and would see them at shows and hang out with them and all that stuff. And yeah. Uh, so because of him, I got into them. And then eventually um, whenever they finally uh, came to the area on, on a tour, uh, went and saw them live and, one of the best shows that I have ever seen. And again, I got to see them in 2020 uh, at MAGFest. Oh, dope. I, I was, I I've had a feeling that you would probably see them at a convention, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, it took a while um, for me to see them at conventions because uh, the MAGFests that I went to uh, were on off years for them. Oh, okay. Until, I, I can't, I'm having so much trouble. Where, MAGFest 2020, that was last year. That was last year. Yeah. 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 The beginning of last year was was when I when I last saw them. And goddamn. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, I know that you've mentioned them to me before, and I never went out of my way to, to check them out. So, this is my first real, like, listen of anything of them. Yeah. Um. I, I will let y'all know now. Normally I have notes. I do not have notes um, <laughs> for this. And that is because the structure of this album um, is basically, from what I've gathered, kind of a rock opera. It is. My first listen, which was which was <laughs> straight no chaser, for some reason, my the app that I listened to um, that I listen with um, on my phone was not playing it in numerical order, and it was playing it in, like, alphabetical order, I think. It was so fucking weird, and I wasn't getting, like, the the overarching story. So I was really confused, and so my second listen, I found out what was up with it, and I was like, oh, okay, and I brought up Genius. I highly recommend, as you're um, listening to this episode with us, bring up genius look up this album and go through it with us because there are a lot of um notes in here that you're not going to hear in any of the actual lyrics yes um there's, because, there's a lot of narrative written in the uh, yeah. liner notes which is super fucking cool yeah like this if 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 this was like a live show <laughs> like like i got into hamilton a couple of years back and like that's fucking dope <laughs> But without actually like seeing it, and I mean, you got to use your 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 imaginations and paint the picture. 
um, you may not fully understand like what's happening. So I highly recommend bring up uh, Genius and, and check it out while you're while you're listening to this episode, so you understand what's going on. But I don't have notes, but that's because primarily this is going to be very Shmeev centric uh, episode. <laughs> that's probably going to be the case for this month. So yeah, and I'll just chime in here and there. For, so 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 the proto men, uh, at the at the at at time of recording, they are an eight piece band. <laughs> and this is two thousand nine. Uh, this was yes. This was from two thousand nine. Okay. Uh, I did not realize actually how long they've been going for. They actually formed in two thousand fucking three. Uh, so the the reason that they formed is because they were all going to school in Tennessee for like music production stuff, and they literally just formed a band to be able to like finish their schoolwork and do recording like complete recording projects that they had to do. I for saw school. that. That's cool as shit. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I was going to actually read off all of the members of it at the time, but like, there's so many people on this that are like not necessarily members. Some of them are just like, like one of them's like their producer who produced this album, and a bunch of them are just temporary musicians. But for the most part, we got like Raul Panther, Commander B. Hawkins, Murphy Weller, Heath, who hath no name, uh, Scarto Gleason, uh, Doug Message, and Andy Spore, blah, blah, blah. Turbo Lover and the Gambler. Turbo Lover is no longer with them. I didn't know that before. Night Walker, a bunch of so they are they're a bunch of fucking Those nerds, are some right? Cool fucking aliases, man. All of them are named after like pop culture stuff. Uh this album itself uh was he- apparently heavily inspired by the movie Streets of Fire, which I have seen before, and it is a ridiculous B movie which features uh the main character of it, played by some guy, having a sledgehammer duel with the villain played by um uh um uh Willem Dafoe. A very young Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Fucking what? Yes. Uh, oh my god! I'm gonna show you the album this. cover real quick because the album cover is just like a, um, it's an homage seen, to the Streets of Fire cover, like the Streets of Fire oh, okay. poster. Cool. Uh, interesting movie. Highly recommend at least a single watch. It is the movie where the song "I Can Dream About You" uh, came from. I believe it was written for that, and that's how that became a hit. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. So yeah, um, I can dream about you. That song? What? Yeah, it's a great song. Oh shit! All right, cool. I'll have to check that out. So yeah, uh, I I think we've covered the background that we need. Sure. I think we've got uh, we've got an idea of what's going on here, and uh, I think we're about ready to jump into this album. But first, but first, what we gotta do something, Mike? What do we gotta do? We have to. Prepare a carbonated beverage. We sure do. <laughs> now, Mike, this uh, this is a band that I, you know, very very heavily rooted in in gaming and gaming culture. They you know, very yes. frequently perform at uh, you know gaming conventions and the like. So I mean, well, I have the most <laughs> important gamer fuel that a person could possibly have for this. I got just a classic fucking Mountain, Mountain Dew here. <laughs> And I'm going to shovel some Doritos down my gullet after this episode's done. I... I just gave... I got a cherry Coke. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I still have some soda. It's not Juggalo related. Yeah. Fuck it. Crack Let's crack these bitches open. I didn't crack this as close to the mic as I should have. My Beauteous. apologies. 
All right, track one, intermission. This is a short instrumental track. <laughs> uh, to, to cover the span between the two albums. Uh, I did not actually uh, talk about the other album and why we're doing this one instead. Uh, this is basically a prequel to the other album. It's kind of a look back at how things led to, the, to their first one. And also when I said that they um, met in music school to uh, finish their projects and stuff, uh, one of them was quoted as saying that uh, basically when they made their first album, they set out to break every rule that they learned in production <laughs> uh, <laughs> when they made it. It is a very like rough, raw, trashy sounding album. It it rules, mm -hmm. um, but this is a much uh, a cleaner introduction to the sound that they carry forward. And the other one, like I feel like you can go back and appreciate. This is also why I was confused because this was like the sixth song or something that I listened to <laughs> in my first yeah. play. And I'm like, okay, intermission, it makes sense. Yeah. And this is going to lead so. into uh, track two, The Good Doctor. Western aesthetic. It's like my favorite fucking thing. <laughs> it is incredible. I, I had no idea what I was getting into um, listening to this. And this, A, musically, it sounds obviously fucking way different than anything we've ever talked about on the show. <laughs> um, but this, the tone, I get it instantly. Mm -hmm. Like I totally get what I'm hearing here. For sure. Um, who who is the the vocalist for for um, for Thomas Light? I believe that that is Raul Panther. Okay. I believe actually he covers most of the vocals. Um, oh really? It's, yeah. It's him for. Okay. I'm not sure if he um, covers both of them necessarily because like whenever they do it live, obviously somebody else covers any any uh -huh. opposing vocals. I think maybe Turbo Lover does the other vocals. Okay. Or did. Um, I love this motherfucker's voice. Yeah. Um, he's got range. He, <laughs> oh, 
it's, um, <laughs> it's it's fucking impeccable. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you're, you're talking to somebody who has never really did anything involving Mega Man. That's fine. Okay. This has very little um, to do with Mega Man. <laughs> right. So it, it took me until looking at um, uh, at Genius when it showed that Thomas Light, and um, th- this is a dialogue between him and, and Albert Wiley. Yeah, yeah. Doc- Dr. Light and Dr. Wiley. Dr. Wiley. Um, <laughs> so. You got to find t- those energy me- crystals, what, Mega Man. <laughs> 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 so give 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 some uh give some details what's what's happening here okay so this is setting up i fuck okay so let, let me let me give a little background here somebody that i follow on um on twitter who is also a a, a proto men fan once posted <laughs> that the proto men's music is basically quote a Marxist screed. <laughs> um, and listening back to it, like after that, I was like, holy fuck. Um, so the, the, the thing that's being set up here is that you have you have Thomas Light, whose you know, father died doing, you know, the hard labor that that he did. And so he he gets into robotics to try and find a way to make this a safer you know, job, basically. A thing that has to be done, but can definitely be done without the loss of life and without the danger of the loss of life. On the other side of this, you have Albert Wiley, who wants to automate all of this away, which, whenever you think about that, it's like, yes, that actually is a very good thing. You know, automation is a thing that shouldn't be feared. However, when that automation is in the hands of a single person... Bad news, <laughs> uh, because you, you've taken the power away from the people. So while Dr. Light is talking about literally building like robot arms for these people, it is like the the meta text of it is giving the power to the people over subjugating them is, is what's happening here. I fucking love it. It's so goddamn good. Also, a thing that you'll hear in this track, uh, we didn't we didn't get to it because you know first verse. Um, as it goes on, the proto men will do a lot of this. Uh, these they'll take like two different choruses, sort of, and just like like two opposing stances, and they'll meld them into a single chorus. It's it's fucking cool. It's very well done. <laughs> um, it's and. and I guess in a simpler way of like how you said it, it's I have the power to do this, but should I? Yeah. So um, is, is I think what we're getting here. And Thomas light is, is obviously um, uh, he, he has his misgivings about robots taking over labor. <laughs> yes. Whereas uh, one Albert Wiley is like, he he feels like they're owed the recognition for the work that they've done, and they, yeah, they're almost, owed su- they're owed a position of power for this. Right, he's almost like the devil on the shoulder. Yeah. Um. In this, except he has far more sway. <laughs> yeah. 
um, from what I from what I seen because it seems like they're in a sense equal partners mm-hmm. in this. Kind of. Kind. <laughs> so um, yeah, this is. I mean, this is kind of a long song. It, is this one of the, like the seven minute ones? This is six minutes, just over okay, six yeah. minutes. Yeah. So I mean, there there's a lot on this, but it does build uh, quite a bit. Oh yeah. So um, I'm I'm gonna say this now, like. If if you're interested in in this from what you're hearing, please check out the full thing because I'll tell you if you're not interested in this from like this song alone, this album has some surprises. (laughs) Seriously, fucking seriously. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Anything else? Yeah. This is this. No, um, this is a fantastic tone setter. Um, and and you set yourself. There's some surprises that we'll see, and yeah, let's just keep going. Track three, Father of Death. I love music boxes. Like unironically, I, I, there's there's something really I I just like them. fucking slide guitar in that it's very it's cool. fucking gets me every goddamn time <laughs> more of this western style mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um which I, I never really thought about like how when done right is really fucking cool oh yeah um so i'm i'm looking at genius right now yes and um the first things that he's saying um Though I did not pull the trigger, I built the gun that he holds in his hand. Yes. And that sounds like some foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, you say? Some foreshadowing. Oh. I mean, it It kind of sounds like it. <laughs> but th- this, this one's an interesting one because it. Uh, it it's kind of like telling a story out of order in a way. Uh, so this, this is the point at which... Uh, uh, at, Albert Wiley Dunn sent Robot to to kill Light's girlfriend. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> at, at one point, uh, about midway through the song, um, and it's it's shown in the in the notes that um, uh, Thomas Light's girlfriend uh, Emily, they hadn't seen each other in a long time because of all the hard work that he'd been doing. Mm-hmm. So they basically just communicated with letters, 
Um, and uh, what is it? Uh, Wiley's there, like trying to find something. But well, he he got him big jealousy vibes, and also looking to you know steal work. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. So that's what it is. And, steel girl, um, steel robot work. You know. Yeah, just your typical. Uh, just just on a day's work yeah um and so he basically uh is trying to have emily come with him and she's like nah not interested fuck he's you like, dog <laughs> he's like well fine fuck you didn't like you anyways <laughs> and um you're ugly anyway shut up why would anybody want you <laughs> you're a stupid bitch <laughs> Oh, hey, it is an episode of Juggalo Judgment. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, so he has one of the robots with him and just fucking offs her. Yes. Just just remorseless, just does not fucking care. Yes. Um, and he dips out. He f- pieces, he's like, yep, don't need to be here for this. Yep. <laughs> And then Thomas Light ends up finding his dead girlfriend. Yes. And uh, right after he does, uh, the police find him. Yeah. Also, I believe it's mentioned in this point that he also has the last letter that she wrote him. That he yes. does not read. Yes. She uh, she was going to deliver him uh, this letter um, he sees that she had it in her hand, and so he takes it um, and just, like, just shoves it in his coat. But he's like, yeah, I haven't read it yet. I yeah. don't have time. I don't Can know what's I, fucking going on. Also, I, this this is a thing uh, that, I, that I've thought about a lot here and there. Um, somebody once said regarding a, a musical, uh, they said, like, it's not a, they, they refer to it as not being a jukebox musical, but it sounds like it wants to be one because all of the songs sounded like they were, like, they were just too afraid to wholeheartedly dive into the concept of what the musical was about because they still wanted to be able to be played on the radio so they don't, you know, go wholly into it. I love that this is completely not that. <laughs> I yeah, love this... I love the willingness to just dive into it and be like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I... And that's why, like I said, I was having a very hard time when I first listened and it was out of order. <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah, some of these songs sound really cool, but it sounds mm-hmm. like there's something going on with it, and I don't get it. There are some great standalone songs on this that you can listen to no matter what, but like, oh yeah, I mean, many of them are that... narratively important. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like, and I haven't listened to many musicals or anything like that, but like everybody knows, like okay, fucking Phantom of the Opera, you know the title track, like yes. everybody's heard that song for sure. Um, if if we were pointing out like. Like I mentioned, Hamilton. The first song I ever heard, I think it was because of either you or or our friend Richard, uh, was My Shot. Yeah. I can listen to that song, like, in in any context, and I'm fucking jamming out to it because yeah. it's a good fucking song. Also, You'll Be Back. That's just a fun fucking song. <laughs> um, But this one, like, yes, there's stuff that sounds really fucking cool on its own, but... You have to, I think, hear everything. Hard to remove at least it from once. the source material. <laughs> yes. You need to hear this entire story at least once so you know what the fuck is going on, so you know who is saying what. 
Um, that was something that I actually struggled with the first time I listened to Hamilton was I mm. couldn't tell who was who because I, I didn't have like the booklet in front of me. So it wasn't until I saw it, saw the actual uh, play that I was like, oh, this person's saying this. That makes a lot more fucking sense now. Because <laughs> some people have similar voices. Uh, just true. how things are. But yeah, this is our, our basically like catalyst for a lot of things. Oh, many things. <laughs> going in, going into play. And, uh, and yeah, so at, at this point, um, what uh, Thomas Light is arrested um, for the apparent death of his girlfriend. Yeah. And that leads us to track four, The Hounds. jump into go to ahead. discussion go ahead gonna 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 draw some comparisons go ahead to disney here oh shit some of my favorite songs in any disney animated movie villain which songs. are pr- pretty much all <laughs> musicals are the songs of the villains yeah yeah be prepared mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is is a huge standout one um, poor unfortunate souls. Oh God! From Little Mermaid. Yeah. Really fucking good. Uh, b- both songs, even though it's not really a villain song, but Gaston, um, and <laughs> ki- and Kill the Beast. Yeah. Those are, and I think part of it is because a lot of them sound more um, modern yeah, compared yeah. to like the time frames that they that they are set in. Like, uh, like so you you've probably not heard this, but the uh. The song for the hyenas, not be prepared. There is a completely different song that is just for the hyenas written for the Lion King. I'm aware of it, but I don't. It is I Elton John it. attempting to write a metal song for for the hyenas. It is not great. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but that is a hallmark of them, that they are typically more of like a, you know, like a heavier genre. <laughs> yeah, I've heard I've, I've heard really good things about the one that's in uh, the, the uh, Princess and the Frog, um, but I haven't actually heard it. Um, but those are some of my favorite songs in Disney movies. Um, they are some of the most standout. It's super awesome when like it's, it's 
just you can't help but be like, ah, oh, they're they're a piece of shit, but they're fucking cool. Yeah. Like, and this does that. Yeah, man. You get this like <laughs> like kind of swing style, which is different than what we've had. Mm-hmm. Still um, in the uh, still very much in the aesthetic that mm-hmm. we've been. Oh, carrying. it totally is. Um, but what we're getting from what I've gathered is uh Dr. Wiley is a smooth talker. Mm-hmm. This is this and entire song is the power of propaganda. <laughs> it's so good. We we heard uh we heard right before you uh you shut it down was um um you know him basically saying like, "Oh yeah, um he he created this and and he used it to to kill somebody." And where the reporters say what was her name he says it doesn't matter it's such a good fucking line oh they, god <laughs> he's undermining who it is by just saying it doesn't matter somebody died yeah it's like her name isn't important yeah it's just the fact that the deed has been done the the there there is a lot um there there's several mentions in this album of of putting like the desire for revenge over like the person who was wronged, like, <laughs> like completely removing the victim from any discussion of what's happening. Like, no, 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 we need to, we need to focus on this person that I want mm-hmm. dead now. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's, it's one of, one of the other really great lines in this. Uh, what was it? When I say he was a monster, when I set fire to his name, it does not matter where you hear it from, whether truth or lies, it gets said all the same. If you say something, it's fucking out there now. Does not like there. Not every single person is going to go to see if what you said was actually fucking true. <laughs> they just hear it and they and they assume it as fact. Yep. It is. They they say uh, a lie travels around the world before the truth gets its pants on. I've never heard that. That's, that's pretty old. That's that's that's. That's from a while ago, I think. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing is is the fact that, and like I said about the what was her name doesn't matter. Oh, it's so cool. There God. there needed to be context because it was his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Why would he have killed his girlfriend? And and um, also just the fact that uh, whoever died does not matter. <laughs> Who <yeah>. cares? <laughs> so. But yeah. Also, yeah. I, I love the, the energy in this track. God damn, the solo in it. Uh, it's so good. The whole outro that ri- that arrives. I've I know how to play this. You've you've probably actually heard me and Jared start playing this at a practice before because I do this all the time with him. Possibly. Oh, is Jared a fan as well? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, okay. He actually he was at Magfest with us uh, last year and we went to see them. God damn. All right. But yeah. Well, I guess we're gonna have to throw this in the set list at one point. I mean, I'm I'm all I, in for that. I, I I might be able to hit those notes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Give me the okay, impetus to actually learn that solo. <laughs> so, and yeah, and also is... get, give everyone else the impetus to bring out the brass instruments for it. <laughs> That's the other thing I forgot about on The Father of Death. They have a fucking trumpet solo at the end of that. It's very cool. God it's damn. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah. So. We. Uh, and, and if I if I. I have to go back. I'm sorry. Um. Basically, what he's, I, I think, basically doing like a, a kind of a press conference or something like that. Yep. To 
to tell everybody that, you know, this person died because of one of Dr. Light's creations. Raising the, the public ire against him. Yes. So, yeah. Um, that, you have anything else for yeah. this track in particular? No, I don't. I <laughs> fucking really like this one. And that leads us to, to track five, The State versus Thomas Light. gathered here but it is not because of you Emily the taste of blood in their mouths I can't imagine what they'll do but it doesn't matter what they'll do Set their sights on me And they will hang me from the road tonight Will you be waiting there for me? Will our souls remember where we sit? I would normally wait for a chorus or something, but yeah. there really isn't That's one. Fine. This just goes... From here, the, the closest thing to a chorus is at the very end of Very it. fucking end, yeah. Uh, so This is where they really lean heavily into more of the 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 opera and the narrative part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, looking at the, the earlier uh, liner notes is um, he, uh, Thomas Light was at um well, I was going to say her funeral, but she didn't really have a funeral. Yeah. Um, she had just been buried. Uh, no one else was really there, but he was there um, shortly after. And uh, the police grabbed him right then and there. And uh, this leads into the trial yes. for uh, for her murder. Um, and... Everything that had been shown on the media at the time was basically uh, fabricated to, you know, paint him in the worst light possible. Yeah. Um, and Thomas Light has basically resigned himself to the fact that he is going to die, uh, that he will be found guilty for her murder because he has basically no hope. Yeah. Um, and he has no real defense. He, he says many times throughout this that he's leaving one way or the other. So whether he's like killed here or not he can't stay because regardless somebody will probably try (laughs) if not Uh, the state then someone else (laughs) right uh and this this does it does lead in uh lean in rather to the to the musical quote-unquote aspect like you said Mm -hmm. um where a little later um Emily's voice is uh, is back saying that uh, it's not his fault. Yeah. Um, so there there's kind of like an internal argument that he's having where he just fully believes that he uh, is guilty. And we do hear the um, I wish I wish I had like a time spot for it. Yeah. To fucking hear because it's really cool. I can I can um, just skip forward and we can do a thing here. 
basically, I guess, like, the spirit of Emily, are saying that he is not guilty. Yes. They have actually not decided to convict him for this murder, but he fully... He feels the responsibility heart, for it regardless. ...believes that he is guilty for her death. Um, and, I mean, I'm sure, like, in, in anyone's grief of something like that, they're going to I mean, feel a similar way. That's, but, a, that's a big survivorship guilt thing. Yes. And... Uh, the final note on here, which is incredible, uh, is the fact that everybody who had been hearing all of the propaganda that was mentioned before, believing that this man was guilty of her murder and going to be convicted, they didn't get what they expected. Yeah. And they felt that their justice system had uh, had had basically failed. Yeah. <sighs> uh, <laughs> Feels familiar. <getting> real there. <laughs> and so, what what happens after that? <laughs> well, that leads us in to track number six. Give us the rope. <laughs> Which was, I think, the last song that I heard on my first listen. I was like, what the. <laughs> is going on it's so weird because it's not even alphabetical <laughs> i don't know one of the last ones you'd almost end up with the correct last song if it was in alphabetical order <laughs> well the hounds would be no no never mind how the world fell in the darkness whoops actually no Stay. I, don't, I don't even know how the fuck got weird Dumb. orders. Yeah, yeah. That's the majority of the song. Yes, uh, it is. It is a lot of give us the doctor, give us the rope. Uh, what is it? Give us his hands, give us his feet, uh, give us a martyr, give us a show. Uh, Marker. Uh, oh, it's a whole thing. <laughs> but this is this is a really cool part. And I like that um, that this is is brought in genius. Um, the second verse, uh, if we're going to call it that, says, give us a grave, give us a shovel, give us a marker. Um I really like the annotation that somebody put in here, um, which it's unreviewed, but I like it. Uh, This verse is telling as the crowd isn't calling for his grave or his marker. They don't really care who dies. They're just out for blood. Any grave, any marker will do. Lights just happens to be the easiest one. Yeah. 
mob mentality mm-hmm. is very, very dangerous. Can be. <laughs> and so, yeah, this, um, you, you, again, you basically heard uh, pretty much everything, but it is people who are furious at the fact that light is innocent. Um, and uh, the liner notes are basically just describing how um, the police are just trying to usher him to any sort of safety. Yes. He is rushed out of the court and onto a train out of town. Mm-hmm. This is um, it's also very interesting uh, in the way that this works in that narratively to at least for for Wiley's purposes, he is more useful alive. He's more useful if he is left alive for reasons <laughs> that we will come to. Right, right. <sighs> but yeah. This This is the I feel like this would have been No, this I guess if I'm thinking in the, in the aspects of like a play like I was like, oh, this could be like the 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 track before the the midway point. But it's not. Uh, it literally is the track. I mean, it, it kind of is. <laughs> it is, but the yeah. next this track does it. Yeah. We're just gonna we're just gonna jump <laughs> into the next sense. track and possibly talk over most of it. Uh, That's this, fine. This is track seven: How the World Fell Under Darkness. And this is just an instrumental. Um, okay, I, I thought this one. This this okay. covers the ground between the two, and this is where I mentioned earlier that this this album has some. Some shit in store for you. Uh, this track covers not just a change in the narrative where we have a time skip from where Light is, you know, exiled, basically, to where the city is now built into this grand metropolis of, you know, shiny chrome and shit. Um, but also... It's a complete shift in the album sound from, you know, this this Western aesthetic to, honestly, some fucking, like, 70s, 80s Springsteen keyboards and shit. <laughs> it's got some synth to it now. It's got some synth to it now. I have become recently very obsessed with, like, synthwave. <laughs> uh, like, both the aesthetic and uh, some of the sound of it. Oh, it's got some sound. And... Dog. I I was all for it. But this track is very, very cool yes. in how they do it. As, as he is sent out, uh, basically, people's fears have been exploited. And it's been used to, you know, basically grasp control of the city. And their complacency with this because they're like, well, finally, we got rid of that problem. Woo! We don't want it to happen again, so uh, can, you, can you, like, take care of that? It creates this, this negative piece of sorts where, like, nobody wants oh, there's, to... There's the shift. Yeah. No, nobody wants to disrupt this new status quo now where, like, yes. it's... There's this very fragile, uh, you know... It feels like things are peaceful, but if anybody, like, dares to speak a thing of how things still feel so wrong, it might all come crashing down on them. It's it's basically like a status quo type thing. Yeah. 
they they mention about how um, I mean the the intent of all of this was so that the the men who worked in the mines wouldn't have to risk their lives anymore. Yes, and so people don't even speak of those old times because what's what's what is gained by talking about the depressing shit? Right. Um, that w- that you've never had to experience. Mm-hmm. Um, as in the, the parents telling their, their children this. Right. Um, you know, the, the newer generations. Um, however, there is... So, yeah, they, they don't talk about their current life now in a negative way because it's better than what it was. Um, but there is a very interesting uh, note in here, and I'm just going to read it out. Uh, an unspoken fear dangled above the heads of every man and woman, keeping them silent, keeping them safe. Even so, rumors started. Ghost stories of a demon, a beast with a single red eye. He that would pluck you from your bed at night if you were found with a dissenting word on your tongue. Mothers told children to stay close as they traveled through the streets, keep a smile on their face, and never speak ill of the machines. Yup. That's not foreboding. <laughs> that's what negative peace is. <laughs> uh, that's that's some boogeyman type shit. Look up negative peace if you're curious. It literally is the the absence of violence, which does not mean things are good. <laughs> yeah. It means so people aren't being, you know, over the top killed and stuff like that, but doesn't mean people aren't being harmed <laughs> right um but but there's no there's there's nothing else given there so we're, we're kind of just like oh is this really a thing or is it just a, a story that people tell to you know to their kids to just keep them in line like you would do with any child like yeah. oh you can't do that santa <laughs> claus yeah well santa's real yeah that fat bitch <laughs> <laughs> that leads, low judgment. There we go. That leads us to track eight. Breaking Brano. out. <laughs> uh, this is a very long song as well. <laughs> These next two are very fucking long. I love them. She doesn't know what's coming She doesn't feel the heat This city won't know what hit Or what knocked her out into the streets This city's thinking that it's over And she's already fast asleep So I'm breaking out of here tonight I just really wanted to play through that line because I fucking love good line. it. <laughs> so we're introduced to a new character, right? Yeah. Tell me. Joe. Thank you. 
Yeah. Do, do you need anything else? <laughs> do you need to know? Uh, do you need to know him in in the like uh, in in the terms of of Mega Man mythos? Uh, I think we get there eventually. No, but, actually, I mean, we don't can... because they don't really mention exactly what like who he is or why he's named that for any reason. Because yeah. literally, there isn't a character in Mega Man named Joe besides the Sniper Joes, which are just enemies that you can shoot. He is very clearly named after them, but like not for any real purpose besides it's just a name they can drag out of it. Right. <laughs> so, anyways, this is talking about a dude who is tired of just being complacent. Yeah. Uh, in, in his, uh, life of, of peace? <laughs> uh, he, he still sees that things are clearly very wrong. He said, as, as that line that I allowed it to play for, where he says, we're given only what we needed, only a chance to survive. And even then it's a coin toss or a roll of the dice. So even, the, even the stuff that they're given isn't necessarily enough to make it. <laughs> mm. Oh, real quick. Something that we, that we didn't really discuss was, uh, in that song, uh, in the prior one, where the the musical tone shifted from you know that Western style into this more, um, you know, we get like the synthy stuff. Yeah, it's said in the notes that the machines now, because you know the the public has the f- has given their full support to um, Wiley, mm-hmm. that he is able to help build basically a new utopia in a sense yeah very fucking quickly yes like they build so many fucking buildings and all this <laughs> shit in like a ridiculously quick amount of time and that's why people are like they go to bed and then they wake up and they see a bunch of shit and they're like whoa what the fuck yeah and that's why they're like oh this stuff was done without like risking people's you know, lives or anything like that. Mm-hmm. This is great. And that's why people have just kind of accepted that. Interestingly enough, this was also the stuff, if we go back to the good doctor, uh, all of the stuff that Wiley was speaking against uh, to, to light where he says, we will build towers to the heavens. And you know, he says, men would cower at the sight and, or man was not built for such a height, etc. <laughs> but then he go and do it. <laughs> yes. But that's because obviously he has some kind of ego. Yes, obviously um, that, needs, that needs that needs stroked. Um, so that was that was something that we needed to mention as to why Joe is kind of like, hmm, yeah, hmm, yeah. That that deep uh, ingrained sense that things are wrong. <laughs> Stuff ain't right. Why can I not speak up about this not being quite right? <laughs> is it right. is it truly you know? A utopia, if me speaking up about it causes it to crash down so easily. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yes. So, just glancing through these again, Joe is basically, like, speaking to himself. Yeah. Uh, through all of this. And... He pieces he goes, out. <laughs> yeah, he pieces out. He goes to his old home. Uh, and finds his father's bike, and he takes it, and he's like, fuck it, I'm leaving. I'm leaving town. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I'm leaving this city, which has an incredible chorus-ish thing oh, yeah. at the end of a choir just saying, don't turn your back on the city. Yeah. Which, which, if you think about it, can mean two things. Mm-hmm. 
it can mean a um this city is dangerous do not uh ignore it yeah and two this city needs saving yeah don't give up yes <laughs> i just thought of that literally right now that's good <laughs> that's good shit man that's good god damn i never do that look at you look at you <laughs> So, uh, if yeah, I'm he's uh, right. he, he is riding out of the city, broadcasting a message, waiting to hear some kind of response from anybody. <laughs> a lot of people hearing him in the streets are like, "Shut the fuck up! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> be quiet. Things are fine." I'm sorry. What did you say, Mike? What did, what did, what did you say? Did you say to be quiet? Thing. Keep quiet. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> this has a very long intro, so I might actually do a little bit of skipping in it. That's fine. track as there were some notes yes um where uh when joe was on his bike he was basically just traveling along the the train line mm-hmm. um you know to the outskirts of town and at one point he he meets a strange gray-haired figure oh. <laughs> in, in an alley oh. who points out lights monster yeah Basically, notices that the robot that had killed Emily is still around and is allegedly uh, Xing people who <laughs> speak out of turn. Yep. 
That is actually and... the thing that I was alluding to when I said about uh, Light being alive being a useful thing for him. <laughs> mm. Because he still exists as this, you know, this myth that he can point to, this danger for why he needs to remain maintain control. Mm. So, yes, so he's made aware of this robot now that was basically sent to kill him. And I like how um, one of the uh, one of the lines in those notes from the last song, uh, if I can find it real quick, my apologies. Uh, Where's it at? Let me oh, let me note the most important thing about this song while you're looking for that, and that is that in the narrative it takes place during a robot knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> that that is what it is. Though. I know <laughs> it's so good, but yeah, it's it's got a lot of stuff about like being being driven Maybe away. I was wrong. Maybe it wasn't this one. Oh okay. Be, being warned away from like dangerous ideas and stuff. You know, not not based on the ideas themselves, but based on you know this this myth that you've built up around them, and like you know the society basically says like. No, that's dangerous because it'll lead us to this. And it's like, well, what what do you mean though? <laughs> like it ain't got nothing to do with that. And it's I was wrong. It, it was on this song. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I just let the, the lyric note. The red-eyed assassin stepped from the shadows. He'd been keeping pace with a motorcycle racing at top speed for an hour, yet he showed no signs of fatigue. God damn. <laughs> that is but that's like it's fucking scary, man. Yeah. Robots don't have, <laughs> they don't have like any sense of like, they, oh no, my lungs, they can't right. breathe any faster. <laughs> they muscles don't like, get tired. Exactly. But yeah, but it's, it's, it's an the, interesting the, the, uh, thing of like, don't stay quiet. Don't question the society that's very slowly killing you. <laughs> and, uh, and he's looking to force people to, to reckon with why you know things are the way that they are he's he's he talks about dragging this guy out into the into the light it's a it's a whole thing there but um, basically forcing the the truth of the city to be revealed you know have making them face down this guy that was thrown out years ago and you know what actually happened and why things are the way they are instead of just Letting it slide because things are okay, eh? <laughs> For the people who make it, eh? <laughs> eh? And you, uh, you can't scare someone with death when their current existence is a greater fear to them. Boom. Uh, there is a really cool part in here. So we heard that chorus. Yeah. Uh, of this city uh, has been dead for years now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fucking cool. God. So cool. But we hear it done again. Yeah. Do, do you want to do some fancy editing to find the part? Uh, the last uh, the last repetition of it? Where he has like all yes. the... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
hear that same refrain done by the machine in the middle of this robot knife fight. (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, it also should be noted there, there was a there was a part where the sniper robot's hand never once went for the gun at its side. It leaned in, a large blade clenched in its left fist, waiting for the proper moment. And there's an annotation, unreviewed, where it says that the robot became bored of shooting. <laughs> 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 Hence, it's mocking of Joe's words. <laughs> um, it fucking was... It got cocky, and that's why it was using a knife. Yep. A robot! I mean... Which supposedly should have no feelings, was <laughs> bored of shooting. <laughs> but again, there's... Uh, I'm picturing it in my head, because it said, like, the robot is on top of Joe at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay? And it just repeating the words, this city, <laughs> she's been dead four years now. That's fucking scary, man. <laughs> but it's done to such an incredible effect. Everybody, uh, everybody go Love review it. the uh, the unraveled video of ranking which Mega Man robots were worth the risk of them being sentient. Uh, to learn about all the mistakes that have happened throughout uh, Mega Man's history with robots that became bored of whatever they were doing and decided to be evil or ice skaters. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the very end of this, uh, it, it's not directly said, it's in the notes. Yes. Um, that Joe um, gets basically lucky and incapacitates the robot Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but then uh one one thomas light shows up and finds the gun i think is what it is no he uh he cuts or no no no. so this this is an interesting thing um i don't remember exactly how it says it in the notes as far as how emily died but i believe she done got her throat done slit Yes, and uh, Doctor Light returns it in kind because this this oh, robot is apologies. designed with an oddly, you know, jugular like oil tube. Board, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my apologies. Joe found Joe found the gun. Yeah, and shot the the robot. Yeah, and then uh, Light comes over and he grabs the uh, the knife that. <laughs> that Joe had, um, and 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 destroys the uh, he do the a little slit, yeah. So that's what happened. My apologies. Um, but then, <laughs> final thing: returning to the lifeless machine at his feet, Light motioned for the speechless Joe to assist him. Together, they dragged the remains of the murderer out of the light and into the protection of the alley. Light sheathed the knife into Joe's boot holster and turned back to the machine. He examined the assassin for a few seconds and nodded. With a few deft motions, he detached the dark green helmet from the body of the robot, tossing it to Joe. Here, try this on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. They are incredibly 80s. In every I'm way possible. Fucking, I'm fucking down with it, man. Like, this is fucking sick as fuck. But yeah, so that's going to lead us to... Uh... The track that introduced me to the Proto Men. I feel like this. I think from what I looked at, this is the one that has like the most views on Genius. It's a big so, like, fave. It's, uh, seems like it's it's the song. It was added to Rock Band Four. 
Whoa. Yeah. That's pretty cool. This is Light Up the Night. fucking like climactic like mike mike ask me if this song is incredibly hyped to hear live uh hishmeef yeah uh you've seen uh, the proto man live uh a couple times i've from from what you told me earlier yeah um a good good two times have they, have, have they played this song every time really okay. every, every single time yeah. um is i mean this is a really cool song as is yeah, yeah. like does it compare live mike the entire room fucking explodes when this song goes <laughs> off live. <laughs> like, holy shit, man. Here, here's the thing. Like, the Proto-Men, they're relatively big. Like, they, they have actually a pretty big fan base. Mm-hmm. And if you are in their fan base, you're fucking in their fan base, generally. If you go to a <laughs> Proto-Men show, you are there for the fucking Proto-Men. You are here for it when this goes off everyone's just like oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine oh yeah this this track like this this is what i'm hearing like in that like 80s movie because mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. sounds 80s as shit and i'm digging it but i'm hearing this is like this is the hype up track. Like this is the hero who is like they're 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 finishing their training and <laughs> it's about to hit the final boss. <laughs> like, that's what this is to me. You know, I just realized uh, something. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I'll, I'll have to talk about that in uh, three more weeks, but uh, we'll, we'll get around to it. So oh, okay, I was like, which one's this one? So this, like, oh, uh, okay. this 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 track is. Uh, Light, Light and Joe are uh, planning a terrorist attack. Literally. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, exactly what it there, is. There is a transmitter at the top of uh, the, the tallest building in the center of the city, uh, from which Wiley is able to broadcast everything throughout the city and maintain his, his propaganda hold on the city. And they're going to take that out. He is literally 
hopping on his bike with a backpack full of explosives <laughs> to ride back into town, into the city, to take this out and give the people a chance to hear the truth and take take back what's theirs. Uh, there's... Thomas Light says in his one verse, if you destroy the working parts, what you'll get is a broken screen, mm-hmm. a beacon of light from a burning screen. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's meant to, I guess, say that, well, if you shut down this machine that's keeping people in check, they'll finally be able to, to see um, mm-hmm. that things aren't as good as they should be. That's also a mirror of something that Wiley says in The Good Doctor, which is if you replace the working parts, you get a different machine. That is true. <laughs> oh, and it's in, it's ingenious too. There, there's totally also there's also a lot that. of stuff in there where he says, um, "What is it?" Uh, a man once told me they would follow any man who would turn the wheels. Now the wheels are spinning out of control. What would they do if we held them still? Do you know? Do you want to know what this is? This is some union jargon, my dude. Whoa, the workers are the ones who turn the wheels. And if we decided that the wheels should stop, there ain't nobody who can do shit about it. Like, hey guys, guess what? Unions are not a bad thing. Hell yeah, man. You're, <laughs> so, like, here, here's the thing, you know? Your boss tells you what to do, and sure, they can get rid of you. However, you and all of the people that work with you are the people who actually keep the stuff running. Your boss can't turn that wheel on his own, my dude. He needs all of y'all. And if all of y'all decide that that wheel ain't turning more, he in trouble. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. And and they're trying to trying to give the people that opportunity to decide if they want this this to keep going as it is or not. I love this fucking song so much. <laughs> I love that solo. There's a video uh, on on my Facebook of me covering that solo real quick with my loop pedal because I fucking love it so goddamn much. And I was so proud of myself that I learned it by ear. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hype. It's so fucking hype. It's pretty good. This actually is one of the tracks that does not have like any like liner notes. Oh, yeah. I mean, Um, it's all in the it is all there. it's, It's basically there. It's basically there. Um, so yeah, we we go from possibly the most hype song on this record. We've only got a couple left. Yeah, and uh, this uh, this this track at the end like leads right into this one. It does a you know it's, it's it just rolls right into track eleven, the fall.
the song. Hey, Mike. Ask me if yeah. they follow up Light Up the Night with this song at every live show. Uh, hey, you've been to a couple uh, shows. I sure have. And uh, apparently people lose their fucking shit when Light Up the Night is played. Yes. Uh, this takes place in, this song takes place immediately after Light Up the Night yeah. on the album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do they do that at shows too? Yes. Yes, Mike. They absolutely do. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Ask me if this song is incredibly hype. <laughs> hey, Shmeev. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> so there's a couple shows that you've been to. Yeah. <laughs> where people lose their shit at Light Up the Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and then this song uh, sequentially is played immediately after. Yes, 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 it is. Um, is this also quite hype, Mike? <laughs> As I said, the place fucking explodes with light up the night. <laughs> this track is entirely just made up of a chorus yelling stuff. Yes, the entire crowd is screaming <laughs> this. <laughs> For the entire run of this track, it's so goddamn hype. People are fucking moving. It's incredible for a song that has like, like what, four fucking lines in it. Something like that. It is yeah. climb, climb to the top of the world. Um, and as you stand as tall, you, stand you tall, will see, we'll see that when you fall, you will fall from a height most men will never reach. Now, Holy shit. This now, track. God, it's so. Oh, God damn, I love this. So for anybody who is confused as to why there's only six lines or so in this. This is when you really need either the album in hand mm -hmm. or genius yep. to give you the, the notes. Um, So we hear light up the night and we know that they're planning to basically take down this the, the tallest tower or yeah. at least the screen that's spinning the propaganda yeah so when you see the title of the fall you think oh cool the fall the fall of all of this bullshit shmave yeah is that the case no mike um <laughs> the proto men so... the proto men are a very very <laughs> hype band and they are very big on like they're actually like extremely cool people in general um but uh they write very bleak stories <laughs> yeah no fucking shit <laughs> so what the fuck happens up here what happens here joe taking his bike speeding mm. through the motherfucking city yeah Gets to the top of this motherfucking tower. Wrecks his bike into the tower. Yes. <laughs> like a fucking boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gets to the top of this motherfucking tower. Uh-huh. What happened, Mike? He blows up the shit. Gets Not to the exactly. Top. Blows, bl bl he sets off the explosion. He'd taken three long strides when the explosion ripped his feet from the tarred roof. Joe didn't hear the explosion. The shockwave of the blast knocked him unconscious instantaneously. And he fell to his fucking death! 
Yes. Now, the way that you just described it there sounds like he was actually a fucking idiot and blew himself up. No. However, that is not what happened. It blew up A, bigger, B, more than, he, like, like before he expected it to. <laughs> mm. And he was thrown from the top of the building. Yes. And Light, as he is entering the city, because under the cover of, of this, he was actually going to just murder Wily, <laughs> was the other half of this plan. Mm, okay. Um, under the cover of all this chaos, his plan was to sneak in and off him. Yeah. And he sees this uh, happen and realizes something went very, very wrong. Indeed. And that this was already planned for. Yeah. Uh, I got really, really fucking sad. Yeah. <laughs> when man. I was reading <laughs> the notes for this. Light had nearly reached the plaza. He watched as the flames erupted from the top of the shimmering tower, setting a glow the clouds above. Among the debris cast off the building by the explosion, he spotted what could only be a human body, twisting lifelessly as it plummeted towards the earth. Light held on to the rope that the falling body held on to the hope that the falling body was not the one he feared it must be. As it approached the ground, Light's fears were confirmed as he made out the glare of the flames above reflected in a scarred blast shield. He watched as Joe's body landed with a dull thump upon the small patch of grass in a courtyard on the south side of the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That is uh that is the incredible like thing about this. From breaking out on I I I love the entire like so breaking out to the fall, I will listen to that any day. Like if I if I mostly if I'm gonna listen to this album, I will probably actually just start right there and then just listen through because I fucking love the second half of this album. I love the rest of it, but the second half is just God damn, it is so fucking hype and energizing and stuff, and then they just drop you off a fucking cliff at the end of it. Literally. Fucking literally. (sighs) But the imagery in this is so good. The whole fucking... It's just incredible. Um, And here is where I will reveal to you that there is a music video for Light Up the Night. However, it is in the form of a short film, more so. Um, it is like I'm 15 okay minutes this. long, uh, and it includes a lot of, uh, like earlier scenes from the album and stuff, but it's mostly oh, around cool. light up the night, light up the night and stuff. Uh, it has like a bit of keep quiet in it. Like they, they definitely did a lot of like re-recording and like remixing and stuff like that. Like it has like the intro to keep quiet throughout a lot of it because it's more of a, again, short film than just a regular music video. But it has the entirety of Light Up the Night and The Fall in it. And it has okay. those scenes depicted in it. It's really I, fucking I cool. Might have to, I might have to check that out because, um, you know, I feel like, yeah, sure. I just want to tear out my fucking heart again. <laughs> <laughs> There's something, like, you mentioned it, where, where their storytelling was bleak. And there is something very, very, like, hard-hitting about doing everything seemingly right. Yeah. And it's still all going to shit. The um their first album has a big uh theme going with it uh mm-hmm. where he says that they say there are no heroes left in man uh because everyone's looking to 
you know, the character of Mega Man as their hero and stuff like that. But one person can't do it alone. You cannot like there's it's just it's just not possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, If no one's willing to stand up and fight alongside, then it's fucking lost, man. (laughs) And that's that that's the big thing that they they really come to on this. You know what I'm saying? Which means we got one track left. We do. Um, what are we hearing? Track 12, Here Comes the Arm. Actually, don't listen to this enough to know uh, <laughs> where things come in on it. Don't fuck remember. Probably not going to listen to the whole thing anyway, because it is That's another almost eight-minute long like track. Seven, yeah, seven forty-five. Yep. I'll probably also do skipping in this. To That's fine. Clean it up. Emily, the crowd is gathered here. Once again, they fail to see. Just set the world at someone else's feet And not get trampled underneath I think somehow Joe knew it Paid the price he thought he had to pay But Emily, that death was meant for me That death was meant for me Yes, this is a this is another very long, slow track of that sort, mm-hmm. um, and basically he's he feels like it's over at this point. Uh, he said he says he feels like he's basically standing in the way of this train, and with his him he alone won't even slow it down. It will barrel right fucking over him and keep going like nothing happened, which is you know just a continuation of the whole thing of like. What what can they do on their own? <laughs> you know? For sure. It's also um it's also the point where he says Well rather I mean his first words are, are him saying, you know, crowds gathered here, which is pretty much similar to what happened It's it's a call back to yeah. the state. Yeah. Um, but again, everybody is not seeing the big picture. Yeah. They are seeing quote unquote facts (laughs) that are, that are given to them. They are seeing here someone who was trying to destroy the, the good thing that they have. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly the good thing they have. (laughs) Um, but this is the point where he finally decides to read that last letter yes that emily had given he, him he he decides for himself that he is going to die here 
And so he's going to finally read it. Mm-hmm. But! And... <laughs> After reading it, he decides... Got, got more work to do. <laughs> she She basically says in it that, you know... I understand, you know, all the work that you've been doing. Um, and, you know, this is important. Yeah, she you she believes that one person can't control the world. And, like, people will want to be free, you know? Pe- people will want to live the way they will. Right. But she said, you know... Uh, the, the last words were, uh, but in my heart, I know, Tom, the city needs you now. Yeah. So it never it's never stated the actual amount of time that passed um, between her death and and the, the present point here yeah. with, with Joe. It's like a generation, basically. Yeah. So maybe like 20 ish years or so. Something like that. And um, I mean, it could be more, more than that. Who fucking knows? But anyways. If that was important back then, it's even more important now. And her words, I guess for for um, for Tom, uh, hold more weight now. Yeah. And so that's where he has decided that you know, fuck it. Like there's there's still something that needs done. Yeah. Like. But his his last words are uh, are, are spoken directly to Joe. Um, Joe, when you see Emily, tell her to wait for me because I still have work to do. Yeah. It's a uh, yeah. It's a it's an interesting thing because it's like you know obviously he doesn't want to continue on, but he he feels like he has to, and if he's gonna fucking die, it might as well be you know swinging <laughs> yeah do something it's at least for the benefit of the greater good and it also they at the very end of it they they bring it back up to uh th- they're all about the fucking grand endings and shit <laughs> they they pull out all the stops for it um also uh, somebody noted at the end of this album that the uh audio starts to like degrade bit by bit as the uh as as it ends which kind of wraps it into act one and the Mm -hmm. the sound of that (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah that's uh that's act act two dog father of death (laughs) so i'll i'm gonna say this i i like i said i was originally confused as to why you're giving me the second album and then finding out that it's a prequel yeah yeah um was was it helped to uh, explain that to me. This is probably the best way to get introduced to this group. Absolutely. Um, I do want to get as, in front somebody of somebody who hasn't listened to anything else. I, I want to get in front of a thing real quick here. Mm-hmm. This month is not going to all be concept albums. I promise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are not uh, going from... to be discussing co- like narrative concept albums for this entire month. <laughs> This is just no, the kickoff yeah. for it. I love this album. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, as somebody who's never listened to this group, this sounds like a fantastic way to get into them. 
um, I I took a I took a, a moment uh, like last night or, or earlier today. I can't remember which one it was. All the days are melting together. Yeah. Um, this group has a cover album. Checked out one of their covers. It's fucking fantastic. Hell yeah. Um, but this was a fucking joy. Um, I am thrilled that you picked this. So glad um, that you enjoyed it. And that, that I enjoyed this. <laughs> I will definitely be getting more of their, their stuff. I will, I don't know when, but I will be putting an order on their site for their CDs. <laughs> this is great. And I am very interested to hear uh, Act 1, which apparently sounds more uh, like the latter half of this record. Not not quite mm-hmm. like that. It is a very... no. Is it more beepy boopy? It's got a decent amount of beepy boopy, but it's it's raw, it's trashy, it is just. Okay. I'll I'll play a bit of it for you after this. (laughs) Okay. So. This. This was fucking cool. It really is. I'm glad that I decided. Hey, I need to listen to. I need to put genius up here because I don't (laughs) fully understand what's going on. Um, but that has helped me immensely. Uh, in the latter two uh, listens that I did. And even just covering it now, I'm still getting like, man, this is fucking hype. Um, these people are talented as hell. Oh, yeah. Um, it is I, I outrageous. Really <laughs> yeah. So I really fucking enjoyed this. So thank you for having this uh, having this be one of your picks. Thanks for, uh, and, thanks for uh, coming along any, for this ride. <laughs> and, if, and if anything else uh, is not as hype as it, then I will uh, forever hate you. Huh. So. That's fine. <laughs> so, Mike. Uh, I don't think that we can do any of the, the oh, what's our favorite three? Oh, we can, though. We absolutely one. can do that. I, I can't. I honestly can't. Give me a three at least. Uh, the Hounds is really fucking good. <laughs> um, uh, I think... Yeah, uh, keep quiet, mm-hmm. and 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 come on, fucking fucking land with the mic. Yeah, come same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably drop. Here comes the arm. If I'm being honest, yes, it it does wrap it up very completely. But uh, I don't know if 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 I was going to drop something, it would probably be that. I don't um, know. Intermission, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I personally can't because I I understand like how it all's fitting in. So I'm fine with this. But yeah. This fucking album was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm so glad, and I'm we won successful. I am very glad that this is something that uh, that was not a slog for me to hear. Um, I'm hoping yeah, we won't have don't. any of those this uh, this month. I do as well because I don't want. I don't. <laughs> I think that's one of my concerns. Is like I don't want. I don't want it to be like, oh man, I really hate this thing that Steve picked out for me. Oh. Meanwhile, it's like, dog, I don't man, care. I have had him listen to so many fucking <laughs> terrible albums over the last two years. Dog, I, I don't care. I can, I can, I can suspect that maybe there will be an album. I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's it's hard yeah. to tell with these. I, we'll, we'll see because I have not given any any thought to any of the other ones that have been suggested, 
and we're not even going to say what they are until the until the episode comes out. Yep. So you got to just wait until until that. Maybe you'll be excited for it, and then you see it, and you'll be like, "Oh man, cool! This is going to be interesting." Or you'll be like, "The fuck is this shit?" <laughs> you know. But I mean, obviously, if you listen to this one, then you understand like what we're going for. Yeah. So uh, yeah, if uh, I guess we didn't really talk about it, but like if this if this is the first episode that you come to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're you're sure getting a feel for what we're all about. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but uh, no, part of this uh, that that I obviously we'll have the disclaimer on the fucking uh, yeah yeah yeah. Well, uh, we'll have a uh, big thing description, there. but still. Uh, part, part of it, I, I, I do kind of hope that, like, in in some ways, that a I can I can you know give some people some some shit to listen to, and also uh, you know because I do talk about my the, the music that i enjoy here and there on the show that maybe this will get mm-hmm. just give you some insight into kind of where i'm coming from sometimes on things uh whenever i talk about whenever i make weird comparisons in in music that i hear mm-hmm. yeah and if you if you end up enjoying any of the stuff that we're we're going over please go ahead and support the artists oh hell yeah like that is that is imperative for we, sure we whenever we find the stuff that we like Go ahead and fucking like buy their shit, stream their shit, <coughs> buy their merch. Yeah, all that good shit. Spend like you a, guys spend like a hundred dollars on their sweet ass leather jacket that I really kind of wanted to buy. I saw that jacket. <laughs> is that is that the Joe like replica jacket? Yeah, I I I was almost wanted to buy one at Magfest because they had. <laughs> I uh, I I saw it and I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. They're like buy a buy a size larger than you normally would a shirt, and I'm like. Oh, I don't know which one I should buy. <laughs> Shmeeb, I know that you wear mediums. I wear large. If I buy the large jacket and it doesn't fit me, there you go. <laughs> We're set, and we've figured it out. So, yeah. Um, guys, thank you so much. If you if you listened to this whole episode that was not Juggalo-related Thanks for making all, it through. <laughs> yes, thank you. We, we 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 can't say it. This weird we really project. Whenever you, yeah, we really appreciate when you guys, you know, take the time to to listen to our stuff and 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 whatnot and interact with us. Um, if you enjoyed this, let us know. Yeah. If you are looking forward to the other three fucking episodes this month, <laughs> let I, us I, know. I'd love to hear back. If on you this. think that. If you decide that you're dipping out for a month, well, whatever. You know what? We understand. This is it's yeah. Just... This is this is the time whenever all of a sudden I become more engaged with social media on this because people <laughs> will be talking about stuff that I know about. <laughs> like if, any, if anybody starts talking about any of this, it's like, well, shit, we're in my fucking wheelhouse now. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and if this month goes well, then maybe in the future we'll do another like theme type month yeah. i wouldn't want to wait another two years for for Shmew to finally get uh the chance to do something but i mean four episodes in one month i mean fuck uh <laughs> i had thought like in the past of maybe we could do like a month of like mikey clark stuff that wasn't icp hey, or whatever I'd, be down. I'd have to actually look and see like what full albums he produced although i know for sure i own one of them actually project dead man huh. um but yeah let us know what you guys think of this. Uh, let us know if you're going to go and check out the Proto Men uh, anywhere. Hell yeah. Go ahead and, and check their shit out because this was fucking dope. And you can let <laughs> us know about all of that shit on our various social media platforms. We have a Facebook. Juggalo Judgment. We got a Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. I've heard that we have an Instagram. Juggalo Judgment. 
And also, I mean, if you want to send us a super long message, we've got fucking email. Juggalojudgment at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up like individually, we've we've got our own little little social meads. My Twitter is at Mike Spawn SEJ. Mine is at Schmeave. And you can also hit me up on my personal Instagram uh, at Straight Edge Juggalo. Yeah. I think that's it, man. That's it, dog. It's fucking setting the bar really fucking high because this was fucking great! That's what I do, man. <laughs> <laughs> Set the bar really high and let everyone down. And just disappoint everybody. <laughs> just like the fall! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's that's the proto men done. Now here comes the arm. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Alright guys. Thanks as always for peace. Finish your finish your nondescript carbonated drink. Peace. Peace.